Hello, welcome back to our podcast series, Hill Life. Today we're talking to the captain of Schoolhouse, Hugh Nico Nixon. Welcome, Hugh. Thanks, Clarky. Ready to go? Oh, yeah, I think so. Good. So the first question is, when did you first arrive here on the hill? Uh, I arrived here on the hill in 2018, year seven. Yep. Very shy, very shy young boy. I can imagine. What primary school did you go to? I uh, went to New Marilla Primary back yep. in back in Orbost, so that's where I come from, Orbost. Yeah, well that was my next question, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so where's Orbost? That's in Victoria? Yeah, it's Far East Victoria, um, Far East Gippsland, so about four hours, four hours east, four and a half hours east, so it's a fair old. Yep. And it's a, you come from a dairy farm, is that right? Yeah, dairy and beef, milk about 500 dairy cows and around about 2,000 beef cows, so. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, my dad grew up on a dairy farm, so I want to hear more about what's a day in the life of a dairy farmer? Oh, well, wake up about, oh, what time do I normally wake up? About 3, 3.30, go get the cows about 4. Yep. Uh, start milking at 5.30, finish milking about 7, <coughs> 7.30ish, somewhere, and then get check if there's any cars, if it's calving season. Um, then just feed, feed the cows. So are they milked only once a day? Uh, milk twice a day. Oh, so when's the second one? Uh, then the second milking, you go get the cows about two, and then two in the afternoon. Yep. And then uh, start milking about, about three, have the first cups on the cows about three. Uh, and then, yeah, they'll wrap up about 5.30, 5.30ish, so. It's a long day. It's a very long day. That's over 12 hours. All right, and is that every day, all year round, or is there? Yeah, every day, virtually all year round. Uh, in, the, in the winter months, when we dry off, it, uh, it normally calms down a bit, get a few more jobs done during the day, start milking a little bit later so then you can get that extra hour or so in the day to do all the other stuff that needs to be done. But While they're drying off, that's when the bulls come in? No, nah, no, nah. so the bulls come in when they're still in the dairy. Okay. Um, we do uh, AI, artificial insemination on our cows. Yeah. Uh, so we do about two cycles of that, which is about, oh, I think it's about two months. Yeah. Um, and then we put the bulls in the, in the herd for about a cycle, cycle and a half, I don't actually really know. Yeah. Uh, and then they come out and then... We get rid of them as soon as you can, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, Jersey Bulls. Jersey Bulls. We put Jersey Bulls over our heifers. <coughs> so, yeah, that gets pretty uh, interesting, to say the least. So they come in, as soon as we're done with them, we sell them because they're just paying the ass basically. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but other than that, we... Uh, and then, so a cow has the same gestation as a, as a human, so nine months. Okay, yeah. So, and then we start calving in about uh, July, start, start of July, I think it is. Yeah, okay, it's pretty cold so, to be dropping calves, but... Yeah, it gets pretty cold and wet, but that way we've got full herd for spring, which is the main time yep. you want them, so... The most no, milk is produced then, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, so that's when the cows are at peak production and the grass is at peak production. So some farms are where autumn, autumn carvers, so then they've got peak production from the cows in, in, in the winter. Yeah. 
when the, there's, there's not a lot grass of grass and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But then in the in going to spring, that peak production it kind of stays at an even even rate. Okay. Uh, so they they don't get the massive fall off that we do heading into the drummer, summer months, which get quite dry. So. Um, <laughs> And so if I visited your hometown in Orbost, what are some sort of local spots that you would recommend I visit? Uh, I recommend you go down to Marlo, which is about a five-minute drive from Orbost. Uh, from there, you can see the mouth of the Snowy River. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So where the, where the uh, snowy meets the ocean, which is, yeah, it's nice. Um, get beautiful sunsets down there over the Marlo pub. Yep. Looking out over oh, I reckon the, I've seen a Marlow pub sticker maybe on... Yeah, probably. Maybe on your brother's car or something. Yeah. Oh, who would know? You've probably seen it. Yeah. Um, Connor and Salmon Rocks, there two, two surf beaches, which is about another, oh, I'd say 15 minutes, 20 minutes from, uh, from Marlow. So, yeah, no, they're really beautiful spots and really recommend them. So not so much Orbost itself, but get down to the coast. Yeah, for sure. Or oh, in Orbost, there are some good spots to visit but it's just it's not really it's not really a a, a tourist like they're not tourist yeah. sensation spots as such they're yeah. more just you know you drive past no yeah that's that kind of thing so yeah yeah all right so if we talk so come back to scotch when you arrived here in year seven what sort of surprised you most about this school uh oh the scale of it mm. for me um yeah, I came from a school with 100 kids, 150 kids at, at the top. So it was just, it was quite uh, coming to, well coming to a school with 200 kids in my year level. That was yeah, quite a, a jump. Step. And then there was still, you know, there was just as many kids in the boarding house, more kids in the boarding house, than it wasn't my previous school. So that yeah. was just like, oh, well, geez, like. And at year seven, you're at the bottom, like you're the you're smallest the, kids. The bottom rank like you'd got you, yeah you can't uh you got nothing basically it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's basically now. going back to prep <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. So, exactly, it's very much like that oh, yeah definitely so yeah, it was very interesting coming in and getting to know the boys like shandy and all those kind of boys are quite um yeah good to good to meet a few boys that uh, that also came from the country, but other parts of the world. Yeah, and started um, in Year 7. Yeah, started in Year 7, but even getting to know boys in the older year levels, um, Year 9, Year 8, Year 12, my brother was in Year 12 when I first came. Well, that's cool. And he was school captain, uh, school house captain as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah, so he was also school house captain. Um, and my uncle in 1987 was also uh, school house captain. Yeah, sure, I don't cool. say that was... Yeah. quite special but yeah because um, one of my questions was going to be what something we would never guess about you and that was that um it's your mum's side of the family actually that has the history here yeah so dad actually went to wesley well dad we'll cover um, that out yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but so your uncle was your mum's brother who was yeah, yeah. captain of schoolhouse he was captain of schoolhouse um but even way back wasn't there was someone in your mum's yeah family? there was someone in mum's uh, family, I forgot what year, but all the way back in in the original schoolhouse back in Richmond. So yeah. that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty, awesome. Pretty so cool. your family and schoolhouse or the cool house has a long uh, history. Yeah, for sure, definitely. 
Definitely. All right, so talking about life on the hill, what are some of the greatest joys that you've experienced in your time here? Um, oh, back in year seven, winning Wedderburn. Was, well, we won it then? Yeah, 2018. Who, which house is leading Wedderburn at the moment? Ah, uh, schoolhouse, yeah. of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but back in 2018, won the Wedderburn, uh, won the first Wedderburn back in term one. Yeah. By, I think it was a fair odd margin. And then when the second, I think we came second in the second Wedderburn and term three, that's, that's normally our Wedderburn. Yeah. 40 triple points and uh, basketball, all these, all these other sports. We had Jamara, Ugo Hagen, Morris yeah. Rioli. Couple of AFL, couple AFL players now, yeah. AFL players, so. Um, Tell me about though making the billy cart and the borders workshop. Yeah, so borders workshop, go down to the desk department, you know, have a bit of fun, build a few things, and they mentioned billy carts, and that was the first time I kind of heard yeah. it. Oh, yeah. what are you? What schoolhouse doing for billy carts? I'm like, I don't, I've got no idea. Find out that nothing was planned. Yeah. Um, one of the boys in Arab. Lockie Day, the best bloke on the hill, I reckon, at the time. Yeah. He, he helped us out and drew up a few plans, um, helped us out with the welding and everything. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that was the first time we've ever won the Billy Cuts. And That's it. I'm glad to say that I was part of it, one building it. So. And that Billy Cut that you made lasted for years, yeah, like up until maybe a year ago or two years ago it broke? Yeah, so it lasted all the way up until... Uh, last year yeah. when we made a few modifications to it and didn't go the way we hoped but you know that's the way way it goes no you 10 so two years ago yeah oh, we'll have to get it back this year we'll get on the billy cut oh, definitely we're early. coming back strong this year so it'll yeah. be good all right now tell me about how you managed like disappointments and and setbacks and stuff in your time living on the hill yeah so uh, setbacks in year seven I was heavily homesick mm. for the first oh, probably term, term and a half um, really struggled coming from a small town um, really struggled to adapt yeah. to uh, you know leaving home all that kind of stuff and yeah I really really struggled um, when I say I was heavily homesick I mean like every night I'd crawl into bed and stay awake until 10.30, mm. crying, wanting to, wanting to go home. Yep. Uh, there were times where Dad was in town and all I wanted to do was just leave and go yeah, see yeah. him and I couldn't, yeah. um, which was tough. But looking back, it was probably a really good thing. Right, that he didn't um, sort of take you yeah, out Yeah, didn't take me in. Because yeah. if, he, if he had have done, then uh, I suppose I would have been set back in mm. a way. Mm. Um, but it really, it did really help having my brother in, in the house. Yeah. Uh, so he could, uh, he could, I suppose, mentor me a bit. Yeah. I think that's a so. pretty common experience for year sevens to be really homesick and, um, um, and I see a lot of the boys sort of staying up late in an attempt to kind of like delay that yeah. time by yourself yeah, when you're yeah, just lying yeah. in bed, which is often the worst time of the yeah, day. Yeah, definitely so. The best way to get out of it is... For sure, just getting out, go and have a hit of table tennis or whatever and yep. having a good time. So. Yep. 
And who would you seek support from, like, back then? Obviously, your brother was really um, helpful. Anyone else? Uh, yeah. Um, I kind of kept to myself, to be honest, but when I, when I did seek support, T was, T was massive. Um, oh, that's awesome. He really helped me out. Uh, I came in one day, I think it was a Friday night, I was sitting in my room trying to work out what to do with myself, mm. wanting to go home, really not wanting to be there. Was, I think it was the second, second Friday there was, or the third Friday or something, and he came in and basically dragged me out of my room and said, the only way you're going to beat it is to get out. Get out and help, get out and meet boys, get out and enjoy yourself. Yep. And watch a bit of Friday night footy. Watch maybe. a bit of, yeah, Although watch, footy wouldn't have, footy wouldn't have been on, yeah. but just get out, go sit in the jury room, have a chat, go sit, go have a hit of tennis, go play a game of pool, whatever it was, just yep. get out and, and do it. And so that's what I did yep. from then on. I tried and got out, get out and, and uh, meet new boys and meet, meet even older boys who I haven't, hadn't been been around, haven't, hadn't really met, you know. So is that if, like my next question was going to be to ask what advice you would give to your younger self, is that it, to sort of get out and interact with other children living in the boarding school? And Yeah, definitely, definitely get out. Um, so if you're new, new to boarding, definitely, and you're listening, definitely, uh, definitely get out. Um, Get out of your room. Get, get out of your room. To the rec room. Get to the rec room. Get to the duty room, whatever it may be. Activities um, like those weekend. Yeah, yeah. Weekend activities were massive for me. Um, just getting out, vetting boys in the other house, like the King Brothers, Clarky. Yeah. yeah. Um, not you, the other Clarky. Yeah, yeah. Episode, <laughs> episode two, he was. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And just, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Recently, yeah. Um, but yeah, just definitely just getting out. Met, meeting new boys, um, meeting the older boys, just trying to, oh, I suppose, be around the house, be around the boys as much as possible, definitely yep. helps. Yep. All right. Um, my next question, I want to ask you about who was an influential person in your life? Uh, whole life or just no, the hill? hill life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I reckon, oh, definitely Bukesy. Mr. Buchanan, he's uh, he's definitely helped me out throughout throughout my journey. Um, just he understands boarding. He understands yeah. being away from home, coming from a small town in Queensland, and uh, going to boarding school in in Brisbane. Yeah, uh, he lived it. Like he yeah, lived what you. He's, yeah, he's, he went he, through. He's genuinely lived what what we we go through as boarders. So mm. he knows what it's like to live far away from home. Um, what it's like to be away from your parents for the first couple of weeks was like, oh, be away from your parents full stop. Mm. But also be away from your parents for that first couple of weeks is the hardest time. Um, and you see some boys who just slip in and, you know, life's just life, like they love it. Mm. And then you see other boys who kind of, like I was, cooped yourself in my room and mm. trying to keep, keep to myself a bit. But yeah, no, definitely, yeah. definitely bukes. And I reckon sometimes that, um Doing it really hard at first when you transition is a sign of sort of like how well connected you are to home and your family, which is a good thing. Yeah. But it kind of makes the start of boarding extra hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, there's no place like home. That's it. Um, and 
every time you go home, you always try and find an excuse to stay that just that little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Like so. you have a burst appendix or something. Oh, look. <laughs> you got to stay home for a week after yeah, that. Yeah, that was good, but... It's <laughs> probably not worth it. It wasn't... Oh, it wasn't the home I was hoping. That was just oh. cooped up in bed, not being able to do much. But, yeah, no, um, just being able to go home, long weekends. Yeah. Uh, holidays, they're awesome, so... Yeah. All right, awesome. I only have one question left for you, and that is, how will Scotch be a better school for having you here? Um, oh, I try to, I suppose, uh, I try to get out around the house, around the boarding house, um, get all, know all the younger boys, let them know I'm always there. So I just want to be that, want to have that lasting impression that I am, I am the same, I am, although I'm year 12 now, I was in the same boat mm. at one stage, know what it's like to go through this homesickness, know what it's like to, uh, to go through what they're going through. Yeah, 100%. Cause, yeah, because um, as, uh, what's his name, Forrest Gump would say, life's <laughs> like, like, a lot of, like a box of chocolates. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get and definitely like, uh, I'm only 18 and I can already say that like um, yeah we can't sort of control what happens you, next you definitely can't like no way I was expecting to have a burst expendix on the <laughs> Corden Ergerson Cup night but yeah, yeah. yet here I, there I was sitting in the hospital yeah. waiting to get surgery so it's all it's all there it's all going to happen at one stage it's just how it happens, I suppose, so. Yeah, and I think you have been that influence. You're often around, come out of the village, around the house, and I think the young kids appreciate having you around. Yeah, definitely. I try and get try and get out of my room as much as possible, even if I'm doing, like, homework. I struggle to study when I'm in my room. I tend to just get up and lay down my bed, so I try and... Try and... Come and study in the duty room. Go study in the duty room or in the, in the reading room or wherever it yeah. may be. Just get yeah. out of my room and study, and then I'm there... Most nights I'm still in the house at 9.30, 10 o'clock, yep. helping the boys go to bed or whatever it may be. So. Yeah, oh, terrific. All right, thanks, Nico. That was a great chat, and I hope people listening learned something from Hugh. Stay tuned for the next episode, and remember the most important conversation you have is the one you have with yourself.